something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I'm the host. If you are new to the podcast, then you're probably like, what's Couch Talks? Well, it is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy that comes out every single Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys send to me, and you can send those to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. Now, with that... Same disclaimer as always, right? So I'm a therapist and I'm answering y'all's questions, but this podcast isn't a replacement or a substitute for actual therapy and it's not actually acting as therapy itself in any way. It's just like a mental health podcast that helps you think and asks questions that might actually benefit you in your own therapy process or it might get you into starting therapy at some point. So before we get into this week's question. I would like to take a couple minutes to make a little bit of an announcement and then kind of talk about why I'm making this announcement and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So last week on Couch Talks, I talked about something that really bothered me that I saw on Instagram. And it was something that in a Instagram influencer therapist said. And it created a space for me to really reevaluate how I want to show up on social media as a therapist and as a human and how I can continue to live within my own value system as social media continues to evolve and how we use it continues to change and, and what kind of content out there continues to shift. So in the last week, I've had a lot of conversations and have done a lot of reflecting that has brought me to where I am now. And I don't have... <laughs> any interest in being a social media influencer to me that that is a job and I don't want that to be my job it comes with things that I know I probably wouldn't handle well and also that just don't interest me 
and I, I like the job I have. So it's not my goal. And so at the same time, I like Instagram. Like I really like it. I enjoy using it. I did that whole experiment back last October where I got to reevaluate how I'm, I'm showing up, what I'm posting, what I'm watching and how it affects me. And I'm continuing to evolve this whole thing. So I want to make sure that I get to continue to enjoy Instagram for what I enjoy it as and also stay within my value system as a therapist and as a human being. And I want to make sure that what I'm posting and the content I'm creating also um, when it comes to the podcast creates a space to keep the initial goal of why I created the podcast at the center. So I'm going to make a couple changes. And like I said, this this happened after I had conversations with both friends and trusted licensed mental health professionals that I know. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't being dramatic. And I also wanted people to ask me questions that I wouldn't think about and make me think around different angles of what we're talking about. So starting today, I'm making the at cat.defada account a private account. And then the at Therapy podcast account will continue to be public. With that, I'll be going through and removing my current or past clients from following um, the at cat.defada account because this will be turning into more of my personal account. And I want to highlight the podcast and the conversations that are being created through that rather than highlight myself or things I believe. And I want therapy to be a resource, not necessarily like me and what I believe and what my life looks like. So I'll end up posting more freely on the cat.defada account, which I'm excited about because I haven't been able to use uh, Instagram the way that I really want to use it at times um, because of the boundaries that I created for myself when I made that account public. Now, a good thing is listeners um, can still request to follow me, but the content on that account, again, it's going to be more tailored to me versus therapy, mental health, the podcast. Although obviously that's still going to be there because that's part of who I am. It'll just be less censored and also like less forced when like you're putting out content and posts and all of that. I want to be able to just post what I want when I want to do it, how I want to do it. And I've seen that account become more kind of like a journal for me or a blog. And I'm still going to be writing stuff and, and some posts might be longer than others and all that. But I'm also going to push the more mental health geared stuff towards Unit Therapy podcast. So if you're a client and you follow me and you're listening, I'm not removing you because I don't love you or care about you. I'm just moving all that content that you get from that account over to Unit Therapy podcast. Now, who's to say that my boundaries around social media won't continue to shift as everything else continues to shift because they've changed before, they probably will change again. But for now, as Instagram therapy influencers continue to become a thing, I want to create more space to make sure I am not knowingly or negligently adding to some of the problems that I see some of these accounts creating. Doesn't mean they're all bad. I just don't have an interest in like really being a part of that. Now, my hope moving forward is that Unitherapy Podcast can continue to be a space that welcomes in the tough questions, welcomes in the hard truths, and the difficult conversations in a way that lets you, the listener and the follower, figure out what is best for you versus a place where like I tell you what to do or I tell you what I believe. I want that to be a place that offers education and insight while also offering more than just one perspective on things in order for us to widen our view of the world in a way that brings us closer to a space that feels like truth to us individually versus me 
or one group of people. You, you know, this might hurt my follower count or downloads. I don't know. I don't know what this will end up doing and we'll see. But what I've learned is that focusing on producing content for the sake of gaining a following often leads me further away from maintaining integrity as a mental health professional. And without that integrity, none of the other stuff's going to feel good to me. So this is just where I am and it's where I've landed. And right now I feel good about it. I want to, again, I want to promote the podcast because I, I, I believe that the conversations that we're creating on there are conversations that I want more people to hear. And I want to continue to create a space that continues to widen this idea to more people that therapy is something that is good for everybody and that it's not just something for really messed up, broken, screwed up, unhealthy people. I want to continue to destigmatize mental health care and all of that. And so I still want to promote the podcast and I still want more people to listen to it. I just don't want to promote myself as much and I don't want the focus to be on me. Now, if you want to follow me because of whatever reason, that's awesome, but I just want the focus to be on the other things. Okay. I think that's all I want to say on that. I don't know if I really got out what I wanted to say, but hopefully all of that made sense to you guys. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentley's all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, oh, and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Now I want to get into the question because that's what you came here for, not to hear my social media boundaries, but to uh, listen to one of these listener questions, which this is a really good question. And I've been holding on to it for a while and I, I am excited that I finally get to answer it. So here's the question I got. I actually got this as a DM. Now, if you really want me to see your, your question, I would recommend you sending it email. I'm happy that I saw this. I opened it up because I think it's a really good question. So I can get your question through DM, but I suggest that you send them through email. That's just more likely for me to see it. So here is the question. How did you work past the feeling of, in quotes, how am I supposed to be a good therapist when I'm a mess myself, end quotes. I also believe that I'd like my therapist to have gone to therapy or to currently be going to therapy themselves And I don't believe they need to be perfect to help. But when it comes to my own sessions, I continue to have this little voice in my head that says, how can I make therapy my job when I'm this much of a mess? Anyway, short story long. Did you have these thoughts? And if so, do you still? And how do you work through them? So (laughs) this kind of speaks to like, I don't want this to be about me. (laughs) Um, I want this to be about like people in general and therapy in general and all that in general. I will give you my perspective and then I'm going to also offer in some insight generally that I think could be helpful to anybody because what works for me might not work for you. The first thing that I thought though, when I read this question was I'm curious as to like, what makes you such a mess? Like, what does that mean? And all of that for me personally, to be honest, I felt in the beginning of being a therapist, I was way less aware (laughs) of where I was a mess I was more worried about not being able to do my job because I didn't really know what I was doing in the very beginning. But it's later through learning more and more that I realized that I was a bit of a mess and I saw my my blind spots and where I might be a little bit unhealthy and all that. And I learned that I didn't have things as figured out in my life that I would have liked to admit. Now, the good news is this also came with learning more and more about what a therapist is and what a therapist is not. We're not role models and we're not just advice givers which again speaks to, this is just like full circle because it kind of speaks to like why I've created these boundaries with my social media. Now, I don't have to know the answer as a therapist for you to know the answer you're looking for as a client. I don't have to know the answer to help a client figure out the answer for them. I actually sometimes think that's more helpful. So I, I also need to say that there are different levels of being a mess though, right? So that's why I it was curious of like for this person who sent this message and to any person who's listening, who's relating to this, I would, I'm very curious as to like, what does being a mess mean? Like, what is it that tells you that you're such a mess you shouldn't or can't be a therapist? Because let's get one thing up top very, very, very clear because this is important. Having the ability to be a good therapist does not come from a therapist having the most perfect life by any means, because then like we wouldn't have any therapists. I think this is where we need to kind of take a step back and come back to like what a therapist job is. If you think it's to show up and lead by example to how to live your best life, then I guess that would actually, okay, you can't have your own messes and be a good therapist because your goal is to lead by example. 
However, while there might be some circumstances where that could be true in therapy, that's really not the like actual end all be all big overarching goal of a therapist. A therapist's job is to help other people figure out what they need in order to live a life that feels right to them. So I'm going to say that again, because I think it's really important. A therapist's job is to help other people figure out what they need in order to live a life that feels right to them. And what's interesting is that None of that, what I just said, has to do with how a therapist lives outside of their job. It's how they show up in the room. This doesn't mean that I can be active in my addiction and that that definitely won't impede on my ability to show up well as a therapist. It's one thing if I'm active in my addiction or unable to maintain emotional regulation consistently. And if I'm struggling with depression or some kind of mental illness or instability, That is something that should always be considered. Do I have the ability to physically and mentally clearly show up and do my job? We have to ask those questions. And that's, again, why I am curious as to like, well, what does being a mess mean? But if I'm working through stuff or in the process of figuring something out or in the midst of grief or maybe I'm in the midst of of processing loss or re-identifying something, whether that's my religious beliefs or me, like my social media boundaries, That doesn't automatically mean I can't show up to work and do my job well. Sometimes experiencing our own struggles can actually help us show up with more empathy and less judgment when we're working with our clients. Now, this doesn't mean that we will tell them exactly how we are doing things and how we're moving through things, but it can create the ability to be more understanding of somebody's experience. So that mess might be a good thing. It might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. You have to actually like really look at that. Like, does this physically and mentally muddy the waters of me being able to do my job I feel like no matter how I say this it's gonna come off like a little insensitive but this question very much references some of the stuff I was talking about last week our job as therapists is really hard I mean a lot of jobs are really hard but our job as a therapist is hard and for me one of the hardest parts of our job isn't the fact that we like hear a lot of sad stuff I mean that's hard but it's that's not the hardest part For me, it's making sure that in all of that, I'm showing up at work without the stuff that I'm dealing with in my personal life. There has to be barriers. Now, they don't need to be hard lines drawn, but just because we're a therapist, it doesn't mean that we get to bring in our stuff to work that our clients can bring in to the room because we're at work. They're not at work. Just like it isn't our job to bring our own personal belief systems into the room at all times which is like any other job. Now, that isn't to say that at some points we can't bring stuff into the room and that can't be helpful, but we have to be able to identify when that's appropriate and when it's not. And that comes with mental clarity and and a a level of health. So, I mean, to answer this question, to bring it all kind of full circle, being a good therapist is not about living your life perfectly and having everything figured out and and having this very clean, beautiful uh, life outside of work. It's about being able to show up and helping someone else untangle how they can live their life, how they want to. We create space for safe and vulnerable conversations to occur. This is a big reason of why we don't straight up deal advice all day long. That wouldn't be safe to just like tell people what to do and tell people what to believe because what's best for us isn't always best for other people. Our job as therapists, right, is to remind our clients that they get to make choices for themselves and then we allow them to be responsible for those choices, whatever they are. So that's how I cope with those moments that to me, it sounds like imposter syndrome 
as a therapist, I don't need to know everything because a lot of the work isn't really up to me to know. I simply ask myself, am I able to show up clear for my clients? And do I have the skills necessary to show up clear for my clients and help them with what they're asking for? And I mean, to put it really simply, we're all imperfect, literally all of us. So there's always going to be an essence of some kind of mess, depending on how you define mess in our lives. Uh, And sometimes that means that we need to take some space away and figure things out before we enter back into that room as a therapist. And sometimes that means I need to just create more boundaries. Like that's, that's what that is. And so I hope that this was helpful and I hope that this created some, some questions and some conversation for you to have within yourself and maybe your own therapist or maybe friends that you trust so that you can accurately work through some of that imposter-ish syndrome that you're having. And that goes that I'm speaking to uh, the person that wrote this question and also anybody who is relating to it. Okay, so that does it for this episode of Couch Talks. Thank you guys for listening and thank you for listening a little extra today as I shared with you some of my stuff that I wanted you to hear that nobody asked about. But I want you guys to know that I want this podcast to always remain a place that feels safe and helpful. And that is really my goal when it comes down to it is I want this place to feel safe and helpful. So when it feels like I'm getting off track, I want to make sure that I bring myself back on board. So that will do it for me today. I will be back on Monday, guys. Monday's episode is one that I am so excited about. I haven't been excited about an episode this much in a really long time. So I hope you guys will listen. If you have not yet rated the podcast or subscribed, I would like you to do that. That means a lot to me personally. Um, And you can actually do that on Spotify now. So can you do that, please? And thank you. I hope you guys have the day you need to have. And I will be back Monday for that very exciting episode. Bye, guys. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.